What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to HTS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 264 for the week of December 4th, 2022. The title of this week's episode is The Optic Invitational Postponement. Ron, with the five-month recep, says, second longest relationship of my life, hashtag emotional baggage. That's wonderful. Scarab, welcome for the first time. Fine guy, Mr. Davey Havoc, welcome to the show. Excuse me, as well. Hope you guys are having a great night. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire. This week I'm joined by the man decked out in the new Space Station Gaming merchandise. Will, how are you? Will, a.k.a. Uh, Jesus Christ. Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Monday evening? Uh, I'm doing all right. You're yeah, correct. Uh decked out in the space station sweats and being in this room, I am sweating already. Uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're doing fine. Uh, ready to get into everything that has happened over the last week. Yes. And yeah. How are you? I'm doing well as well. I am not sweating though. Yet. Yet. Keyword. Yet. Uh, that may happen later. Virtues life. Welcome back. It's good to see you, man. Hope you're doing fucking swell. And then Nono says running an event is hard. Oh, we'll talk about that later. So there's that. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Tango Enforcer says something to listen to for the next hour while I work. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you for the follow earlier as well. Hope you enjoy the show. Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show? Uh, let, uh, let them know what we got. New competitions are announced. Roster shakeups continue. Tournaments are recapped. Our topic of the Optic Invitational Postponement and Major Halo Infinite update is inbound. As in tomorrow. So that's kind of neat. So without further ado, Will, let's get into some competitive news. The Dual Tacular Forge Contest has been announced by Sir Iron Wolf of Forge Tacular. So what is it? Dual Tacular is a 2v2 or doubles map building contest. With the advancements of Halo Infinite Forge, we wanted this first contest to really allow people to show off the potential of Forge while also creating content that the community is craving. Below are the basics. 2v2 core maps must be set up to play Slayer. We'll be using Ranked Slayer in the 343 modes browser with a 25 score limit. Maps can only be made using Halo Infinite Forge. There is one map submission allowed, and once submitted, you cannot submit another or make edits. As in order to make sure the contest can be completed in a timely manner, we will start initial judging as maps get entered in. So don't fuck it up on your submission. You know, it, it, like back in back in grade school, right? You had like a first draft, a second draft, and a third draft of a paper before you submit your final draft or whatever the fuck it is. I didn't do any of that. I just fucking work on and submit the final draft. I don't do this draft bullshit. So, but for this contest, you know, you better make sure that if you do just work on your final draft, that it's actually your final draft and not your first or second draft, you know, because you don't want to... Drafts are fucking stupid. So... The map must be created no earlier than today, the start of the contest, which is not actually today. It's December 1st, 2022. That was actually the start of the contest. If your map is created before the start of the contest, then it will be disqualified. If you attempt to circumvent the creation date, then this will also result in disqualification and a potential ban from future contests. So don't do that. And clarification, you are allowed remakes 
If you want to work on an old design that you have not started in Halo Infinite yet, but if you've already started on a map in Halo Infinite before December 1st, then you cannot use that for this contest. So there you go. Ron says, Josh and Muhammad Ali not doing draft shit, both goats. Okay, let's call him down on that front. Jesus Christ, I'm talking about drafts on papers right now, okay? Holy moly. When is it? You'll have two months to create your best 2v2 map. Make it play well and look good. With the power of Forge, we're expecting to see some awesome-looking creations. Start date, December 1st. We already talked about that. End date, January 31st, 2023 at 11.59 Pacific Standard Time. Judging period to be determined and based upon the number of entries. A stay estimated a month and a half starting February 1st, 2023. Who's involved? These are the people that will be judging your maps. They come from a wide variety of backgrounds and specialties. They include Sir Ironwolf, War, I Crush All, Mr. Snow, Moosh, and guest judge, High Energy. While this is a 2v2 contest and gameplay is the primary factor that will be judged, we don't want you to forget about aesthetics. With the power of Forge in this latest iteration, we are looking for maps that can check all the boxes without hindering gameplay. What's in it for me? Not for me, but for you if you compete. There is a lot of money up for grabs. But in addition to the money, there may be prizes in the form of merch. Lucky for you, the prize pool can only grow. The grand prize is $5,000. Second place is $2,500. Third, $1,500. Fourth through 10th place will each take home $200. And the community vote will also take home a nice $100. Where and how do I submit my map? Well, submissions will be open soon. There will be a location on our new site where you can submit your map or a submission thread will be made available. We'll let you know when it is open and we'll also provide more detailed submission guidelines. Now, here's something important. Make sure you follow the proper way to submit your map as well as the guidelines in the what is it section. Many times people with good maps, unfortunately, have to... Have to uh, I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to say because they miss some basic rules or guidelines, especially with only allowing one entry. Making sure you dot your I's and cross your T's will be very fucking crucial. Here's a question. What if I'm co-forging with multiple people? How will submissions work? You are allowed to co-forge. You can only submit one map as the main author. You can be the secondary for any map, but you can only submit one. Your co-forge buddy will have to submit the second map if you create a second map. Remember, though, only the primary author will receive the money, and it's up to them to split it up. So hopefully you have nice friends. Here's additional info. We'll be providing lobbies that you can partake in to get playtests and potential feedback on your map before you submit it. We recommend joining this lobby or getting a lobby started. We can help promote lobbies, too. We will attempt to have feedback lobbies after the contest has concluded, but this will be dependent on judge availability. So there you go. Swole Daddy, as usual, A, welcome back. And B, keep your question saved up here in the mind to the end of the show, and we'll answer it at the end of the show. Epic Ranger, welcome back. Says, nice. Holy crap. We're going to see so many unique nap, unique maps. Unique naps? I want a nap. Nap sounds good. Next up, the return of the Nations Cup. By Europa Halo. The return of the Nations Cup. That was in all caps. 
On December 17th, represent your country in Halo. Signups close on Monday, the December 12th at 11.59 p.m. There's a live draw for the group stage on Wednesday, December 14th, and the broadcasts will be on December 17th alongside UK underscore Uni Halo on Twitter, and there will be drops. You can sign up at the link provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation point show notes in chat, and you can also check out the free agent sign up in the same link if you are any at all interested in doing so and representing your country which would be pretty fucking cool. They did this before and it was awesome. And I only imagine that this one's going to be fucking cool too. So shout out Europa Halo. Will barcode is respectfully looking for answers. Okay. Here's what he says. All right. Honestly and respectfully, who do we need to contact and get in touch with to have an open and healthy direct not feedback, just getting filtered until it finally reaches the person at the top missing half the feedback. Dialogue with the competitive settings going forward. We've submitted our feedback at the beginning of the year and are yet to see anything other than maps being removed. We were extremely vocal about the problems of the current settings and yet nothing. I just like a way for all the pros to have some say in the settings. We all just want competitive Halo to be the best it can be. And I'd love if there was some sort of dialogue between the pros, HCS, Sandbox team for competitive. So who do I need to talk to to try and get this going? And once again, there's no malice or anything of the sort in this tweet. I'm just trying to do my part and get the ball rolling so we can work our way to a better experience for the community. That's all. Keep it respectful. And, uh... My response to barcode, my response to Alex here is the same response that other pros have given him in his replies. Good luck with that. Next up, what will they GA next? I wanted to make this like a segment, you know? Yeah. But I don't, like this, that's how I type, like that's what I was thinking about when I was doing the show notes today. I'm like, how fucking awesome would it be if we had a dumbass segment that was like the reflection corner, but like, you know, this stupid shit. But then again, I don't know how often this will be taking place, but I wanted to put emphasis on it. So what will they GA next? There you go. A fake ass, uh, thing. Maddie says, cue the game show music. That's what I'm talking about. Like how fucking funny with it says the bits dead. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, this is my Spartan and Envoy. Spartan asked Envoy, how did scrims feel with no commandos or the noob combo? And Envoy replied with, well, felt pretty damn good. Interesting. Find out what they'll GA next on the next episode of HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. Or I should have said, will the pros GA the commando? Will the pros GA the noob combo? Or will everything remain the same? Find out what'll be GA next on the next episode of HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. Wonderful. Like some Dragon Ball Z type shit. Yeah. Yeah. See? I, the only thing I'm worried about, like I get the commando, but the noob combo is the counter to the overshield. And it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's going to go away to be completely honest. I just don't. Um, 
Fox says you need a big wheel you can spin, and then you have to make an argument for and against whatever it lands on. Kind of like a like be a be a defense attorney for yeah. One person's got to take the <laughs> oh, four no. argument. Going back to a debate club here. Well, I already know what the argument's going to be against GAs. It's like, don't you want players to use the entire sandbox? Don't you want them to be able to showcase their skill with everything in the sandbox? Isn't it what the developers intended was to have everything within the sandbox? Fuck power. Sure. Um, hello to your dad, fine guy. I hope he's doing well as well. And finally, we got a little bit of a tidbit here. Not us, but like Twitter in general. Tashi replied to an individual that was looking for a little more clarification on when we could export, expect more information about the HCS year two for infinite. And the HCS year two roadmap is supposedly going to be coming in January. This is by Tashi. He says, look for the full roadmap in January, just before the season kicks off. I'm surprised he didn't say in that tweet, sub everything is subject to change. Because that's what I feel like we're at right now. Uh, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. I feel the same. Yeah. I mean, I'm hopeful. Don't get me wrong. But, like, you know, we have our expectations. Right? So. All right. That's it for the competitive news. Uh, Swole Daddy asks, wait, did you guys talk about whoever just left 343? I saw something on it. No, that is in the regular news. So stay tuned for that uh, later in the show. Don't worry. I remembered it this time. I didn't remember it last week. I remembered it this time, though. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Esports needs. Daily tournaments, Z-League daily tournaments, and First Blood daily tournaments. If they're happening, then they're still happening. And then on Sunday, December 11th, the Honda Fan Cup qualifier number three is taking place. Uh, Esports Arena Series E was supposed to happen tonight, but it's not happening anymore. They tweeted out earlier today. So that would have been included, but it's not because it's not happening tonight. So they, they can go. And that's it for your up- do you want to Do you want to queue up the thing? Like the soundbite for... Oh, oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, you know what I'm... You know, you're picking up one button now. And that's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by... Noobcombo.com Make sure to check out Noobcombo.com For all your Halo Esports needs. And that's ran by Matty Rums. Yeah. Fuck you, Matty. All right, Will, what do we got next? Roster Media! Now, the really funny thing is, I'm going to cut you off before you even start. This All is right. what I typically do. Maddie asks, you guys really paid that guy to say that? No, we didn't. Corey did. Legendary C4 did. We didn't fucking pay him. <laughs> he made he, he paid him to do it, and then he sent the files our way, and I'm like, I'm putting those in the fucking show. So there you go. Thank Corey, not me. <laughs> Fuck you, Maddie. <laughs> go ahead will all right roster mania um shopify rebellion released precision you got some united shakeups uh lewis departs and he put out a tweet 
My first year of working in esports under E United has officially come to a close. I experienced so much this last year, and I won't take anything I learned for granted. I'll be actively seeking any content slash media slash video slash photography slash friendship opportunities in the space. And then also uh, the big one burns to parts. And he just put, thank you, E United. I'll be looking for new opportunities in 2023. He put out a video as well, but like the video is linked in the tweet. So if you want to go to the show notes, um, it's it's right there. You can you can watch that if you'd like to. Perfect. Uh, <clears throat> Native Gaming signs Hoaxer as a coach. And of course, they went with the, this is not a hoax. I repeat, this is not a hoax. Please join us in welcoming coach hoaxer to native the or sorry to the native family and hoaxer said this is indeed not a hoax big shout out to native for bringing me on board i'm excited for an upcoming year cooking up something serious over here let's get it and of course mick excuse me mick one had to chime in and said it's not going to be a good season without a love joy behind me and that the reason why i wanted to include mick one's response into this is because again for those who don't know it confirms that he's going to be part of that roster there was a lot of there was a lot of discussion around. Oh, is McWin still going to be on that team? Is McWin looking somewhere else? So on and so forth. He is. It, it, for all it sounds like, he is still a part of that organization. It sounds like they're building the team around him because he was there a while ago. Yeah. So there's that. Um, some news from G1. They released Squally and Swish. They said all good things must come to an end. Thank you, Squally and Swish, for your hard work and dedication throughout the season one. We wish you nothing but the best in your future endeavors. There was another question that was posed in Discord today. Um, uh, if Devinator is still on that team. And remember when he put out that fucking weird-ass Modern Warfare 2 tease? And, like, originally he said looking for players who were serious about competing, like, yeah. get him in his DMs, right? And then shortly thereafter, he put out a tease with, like, Ghost from Modern Warfare 2. Maybe it was just a meme or whatever, but, like, and then we're thinking to ourselves, what the fuck is happening there? But but no official statement has come out from G1. So it sounds like as of right now, it's still pre-dev and boo-boo. And they'd be either like building around them or we'll see what happens there. So who knows? All right. And then last piece from Native Gaming. Again, I, Again. I, I forgot. To, I should have put this in the other Native Gaming spot. So I apologize, but it happened today. It's all good. This is, you know, it's the first one was about hoax coming on. This one, King J announces free agency. So he's an unrestricted free agent for season two. Yeah. He said, proud to call native my home for the last couple of months, but on to the next chapter with a handshake emoji. Mm-hmm. If anyone wants to get shit going, my DMs are open. Uh, King J's, not mine. Yeah. And that's the Roster Mania news for the week. Thank you so much for going through those, Will. Oh, yeah. And uh, I would have scrim recaps to go through right now, but we don't really have any scrims to talk about. So with that, if you would do me a favor and go through the tournament league recaps that happened over the last week, that'd be great. Perfect. Um, we'll start off with the Halo Rec League FFA series. We have our week one standings. Tied for eighth is currently uh, mid-singing, critical, and happy fo- full. Seventh is factor. Sixth went to, I'm going to go with Entkai. Fifth, tribal. Third, we have a tie with Jolts and Adrenaline, and we have a two-way tie for first as well with Bane and Big Dog. Now, again, this is week one standing, so this is points, right? Yep. So that's why we have tied for first, tied through third. They have the same amount of points in those spots. And obviously, as the week goes on, we'll have to see what happens. Um, Diligent says, happy Monday, Nerd Cakes. Happy Monday yes. to you as well, Nerd Cake. <laughs> I've never heard fucking Nerd Cake before. Yeah, that's a new one. Um, Can I be a Nerd Muffin? 
Or can I be a nerd pie? I don't like cake. Chad goes, oh, gasp. Man doesn't like cake. I like ice cream cake. What about like, I don't like, like little cake. Debbie, like small cakes. You like oh, those ah, overrated. Okay. I, I, mean, I go for like a fucking like hostess cupcake every now and again. You know what I mean? But I'm not like, I'm not going out of my way to buy boxes of them. If like, if somebody has one and I haven't had one in a long time, but like, I'll fucking get down with that. You know? Okay, yeah. Yeah. But like, I'm just not going out of my way to eat those. So I like the, the zebra cakes. Those are good. Okay. Those I can respect favorite. that. Okay. Yeah. I can respect that. <laughs> Beth says, you don't like Top Gun. Nothing you say can surprise me more than that. I mean, you know. I like the band cake, not the dessert. <laughs> I mean, hey, the band's not bad, so that's <laughs> there you go. Hell yeah, Ron. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the Esports Arena Series E results for the last tournament, uh, which was on the 28th of November. In fourth place, we had Proton Gaming. This included Common, Cortex, Haynes, and uh, looks like Breaking Shot. Third went to Team No Limit, Mortality, or Mortally, sorry, uh, Lusik. Manny and Septify. Second went to Argyle. It's still a trash map. Piggy, Spartan, Straight Sick, and Huss. And first went to Incognito, Rain, Mental, Kermay, and Ryan Noob. So congrats, Ryan Noob taking a tournament home. Yeah, I'm not even I'm not even gonna fucking comment on like them beating Spartan in the grand final of that tournament because I mean it, it's just uh not like teams that aren't fully Right, it's solidified not, anything. HCS yeah, teams. It doesn't, they're just, it doesn't really they're playing to play, get yeah. some exactly. experience under their belt. Exactly. Um, next up, we have the Santa Negra Winter Tournament. In fourth place was Event Horizon. This included uh, Transcendido, uh, Pandoski, Heavenly, and Two Television. Third went to Alter Esports, Grimsey, uh, Zaron, Hirmgel, and Dolan Season. Second went to, is it Fatos? Strikey, Roach, Noble, and Atso. And first went to Three and a Bear. Who's the bear here? Uh, Drift, Gambino, Pool, and Tapping Buttons. I think I think Gambino is the bear. Think, think it's Gambino? Yeah, all right, all right. I think so. We'll roll with that. Yeah. Um, next up, JJ Events 4v4. Fourth place went to Saucy, Team Saucy, Envor, Squally, Tony, and Rami. Third went to Palm Villains, Boobadoobo, Diagram, Suppressed, and Manny. Second went to. Roku, Yukai, uh, Soul Snipe, Renegade, Druck, and Spartan. And first went to Incognito, Mental, Ryan Noob, Carmea, and Rain. Oh, shit. Ryan Noob beat Spartan again. Oh, shit. Oh, that's twice. Oh, shit. Who cares? Back-to-back weeks. <laughs> uh, yo, hold on. Oh, a few comments on our <laughs> Um, Think Fast Pal says, I'm starting to like Argyle, to be honest. What? Let me ask you, first off, thank you for the follow. Yeah. Welcome to the live show. Good to see you. What about Argyle are you enjoying now? What about Argyle, Argyle are you enjoying now? And then uh, Wolf's Eye says, can I give a shout out to my teammate that just went 3-15 and 15 in Slayer? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Wolf's Eye, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And there is your shout out for your teammate that just went 3-15 and 15 in Slayer. Hey, you know what? To that teammate... That went three and fifteen. We all have those games, okay? Wolf's Eye might be trying to like poke fun at you right now, but let me just tell you, everybody's had those types of games before, okay? So regain, bounce the fuck back, 
and get the next one. All right? Fuck the haters. Get the next one, baby! <laughs> Do you want to take the... Uh... Oh, wait. Was it Swole Daddy? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, Tango says, I was in the HRL mixed teams when we went into double overtime on Argyle flag. It was rough. Yikes. Tiger Tom says, hey, Papa Lucid here. Well, you were 100% correct. The December challenge is gone. So I sit corrected and have no problem to admit that to you. Hope you're well and definitely see y'all in the future. Hey, yeah. you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. When the announcement came out that it was postponed, my immediate thought was you. <laughs> Last week you said, oh, it's happening and I'm going. And I'm like, uh-oh. I'm just kidding. I love you. I hope you understand that. And uh, at least it's been postponed and not canceled. And again, we'll talk about it in our topic as well. But again, at least it's been postponed and not fully canceled. <sighs> Just still sucks. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, Think Fast Pal says double snipes, multi multiple levels, shotguns on both sides. Okay, so you enjoy... So... Think fast, pal. Do you enjoy the things that the pros don't enjoy then about that map? And I don't mean this in a negative way. Like, a, a big complaint about Argyle in the competitive sense is that it has too much going on. It's too big. It's got the fusion coils. It has so many fucking weapons. And... Like that was, that's a big complaint from the professional perspective of Argyle in the competitive sense. But like, I'm genuinely curious. I'm not trying to poo poo on you. Like I'm genuinely curious why you are starting to enjoy that map because I still have yet to play that map. Um, uh, in a rank stand in, in like in a, in a ranked showcase, I've yet to play it. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Tiger top. Hey Josh, at least I'm real. You are, you yeah. are. You are 1000% real. It was an honor and a pleasure meeting you face to face. And, uh, I still, I still think about that moment time and time again. So thank you for popping in here as always. Yes. Uh, just remarkable human being. Oh man. All right. Uh, back to the tournaments. Back to the tournaments. I'm sorry. Uh, we had the Honda fan cup qualifier number two. Again, this is a one V one tournament. Yes. Um, fourth place went to evolving third gun plection and then moving into the finals would be invicted taking second and first sab. Um, there was, it, we're not going to talk about it because it doesn't fucking matter, but apparently, uh, I think it was gun plection. Well, gun plection. And then somebody else like broke a GA that was in the tournament. Mm. It's a fucking, who cares? It's a one V one for crying out loud. Whatever it, People are making such a big deal out of literally nothing. Um, and then the last but not least here, Pepper GG Signature Series 2v2 results. Uh, fourth place went to We Lose Full A Lot. This was Rebirth and Maffy. Third went to Subpar, which was Palthus and Silva. Second went to Too Easy, Aperture and Even. And first went to Business, Septify and Mr. Soul Snipe himself. Taking it home. Himself, indeed. And that's, that's that. Um, Swole Daddy says, I'm actually low-key upset I didn't know about HS Pro Talk until after Worlds. Never got to see you guys. But that's the beautiful part. Daddy, <laughs> we'll be at more events. So if you will also be at more events, then we can meet each other face-to-face. -face. And guess what? 
guess what? I'll have stickers. Maddie can go fuck himself. LOL. I'll have stickers. <laughs> uh, also, Martin, welcome back. Good to see you. I saw you pop into the chat. Hope you're having a great night as well, as always. Also, Beth, if I didn't say welcome back to you, I apologize. Welcome back to you as well. Can we get around to fuck you, Maddie's in the chat, please? Oh, That'd no. Be oh, no. Don't do that to Maddie. Come on. I know. I love Maddie Rooms. Um, I do. Maddie, Maddie is amazing. He, he is genuinely amazing. Um, all right. Well, should we get into our topic of the week? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Topic of the week is the Optic Invitational Postponement. So before we get into the video um, from what was either the Optic Podcast or the Eavesdrop Podcast, one of the two, where Hex explains what happens, before we get into that, we have a little bit of like rewinding to do earlier on before the announcement came. I said... Before we even get into that, Clutch World, welcome back. And Martin, we are n- don't even. Do n- don't even. Speaking of which, that episode has been removed, by the way. Don't even fucking. <sighs> Jesus. Have a great night, Tom. And don't- <laughs> you're welcome for the stickers. I hope you enjoy them. Um, Okay. So before we get into the hex announcement, the writing seemed on the wall that this was not going to happen. Either the tournament was going to be postponed or either, or the tournament was going to be canceled. I was of the mindset, like, and maybe this is me being a negative Nancy. Um, but I, and I mean, we've been in competitive halo for how long now? Kind of understandable how shit goes south quickly. I thought if we did not get an announcement by Friday last week, then this tournament was canceled bar none. It'd it'd be fucking done and dusted. You wait until the weekend, basically before the tournament, the week before the tournament's supposed to happen. You there, there's been radio silence amongst everybody. LVT is supposed to be throwing a qualifier. They haven't been able to say anything like what the fuck is going on. Right. Yeah. And I also said that, Expect a rant on this week's show if we don't get anything said. I can't say I'm going to go full-blown rant because we actually got a response, and it was a lengthy response from one of the owners of Optic in Hex. So I can't necessarily be mad about that. What I can be mad about is everything that led up to this moment. Mad might might not be the right term. I'd say more so upset about everything that led up to this moment. And Martin, I, oh man, just push, pushing those buttons, my man. You know, I love you though. So leading up to the announcement, LVT, uh, retweeted a tweet that says, I hear tickets are being refunded. Um, and then, uh, Ashaman or Ashaman tweeted the email that he had received. And this is what the email says. The Optic Halo Invitational has been postponed due to challenges with getting enough Halo teams to commit to the tournament. We are issuing full event ticket refunds and you'll receive an email within the next one to two days to confirm your refund has been issued. At that point, it'll take five to seven business days for your funds to credit back to your account. We sincerely apologize for any inconveniences may cause and look forward to having you with the event once it is rescheduled in 2023. 
Please note that a free, unique upgrade will be provided to those who repurchase tickets to the rescheduled event. Okay, so that was an that was an email that this individual uh, got. Okay, what's up, tools? Welcome back. Good to see you. And also, uh, running with a follow. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. So that happened, right? And again, at this point in time, there had not been an announcement by the HCS, by Tashi, by Optic, no one. Radio silence still. So Spartan said, no one told me or anyone at FaZe anything. LVT responded, I can confirm that team invites went out on November 1st. Spartan replied, I talked to my GM about it multiple times over the last month and he never had a clue what was going on. And then LVT replied, I didn't physically see it, so who knows? Okay. Now, I can't speak for them because LVT, from what we've seen, was supposed to be part of it for holding a qualifier. And I wouldn't expect Spartan to be told literally everything that goes on in the business side of things about the organization. But considering it's a tournament that would impact his team, I would semi-expect him to be in the loop on that, okay? So things seem weird, okay? Things seem weird. So then, on Thursday last week, so I said if we didn't get a statement by Friday, that shit was chalked. Yeah. We got a statement, I believe, on Thursday, okay? Um, Liquid... Execute says the state of Halo is so depressing. I mean, I'm kind of with you on that. It's some in some fucking shape and form. Also, thank you for the follow-up and live show. So we finally got a statement, and this was on Thursday last week, if I am not mistaken. So, Will, if you wouldn't mind doing me a solid and clicking over to the next screen. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we'll watch this. Again, this was the announcement that was made either on the Optic Podcast or the Eavesdrop Podcast. And this is what Hex had to say regarding the postponement of the Optic Invitational. Halo. We had a Halo Invitational that was happening. I was just talking to Matt about it because we haven't made an announcement on, on what it is that we're doing. We are going to be postponing it, and we couldn't have said it earlier. We couldn't have done it quicker. Uh, when, when, when something gets planned months in advance to announce what we're going to be doing, uh, unfortunately, because of the state of Halo as it stands right now with WrestleMania, uh, you know, C9 backing out, uh, you know, like all these all these like sort of moving parts, we were left in a position where we could have made it work by inviting, you know, X amount of teams and then doing a mixture salad of, of teams and creating that. Like, would that have been fun for you guys? No. No. For us to sort of force an event to happen is just like not the optic way. Right, like we, we try to simplify everything because it just makes it more fun, more organic, and it works better than just trying to force something down someone's throat. Uh, and we understand that a lot of people have bought tickets, so we're figuring out everything literally this morning as I sit here at 11.55, November 30th on Wednesday, uh, on, on what it is that we're going to do to sort of like, one, we could just say, oh, fuck it, we're not, we're, we're not going to do it, and that's that. But we, we instead of doing that, we said, all right, well, obviously the state of Halo, the way that it stands right now isn't like the optimal time to have this thing. So let's push it forward to next year so that we can still still have an event that happens in the middle of the season, or not in the middle of the season, but in the middle of like a, of a downturn of the season so, so we can keep the interest up. But as I was saying, we got a partner to get more money for players to make additional cash if they win something. 
that we now have to sort of go back to and be like, hey, you know, this is the state of Halo. This is what's happening and blah, blah. What can we do to push this a little bit forward? And I know that a lot of pe people don't understand this, so I'll, I'll make it a little bit. I'll try to explain it a little bit. Brands have budgets for a year. They have, we're going to spend a million dollars in 2022. This money is going to go to this Halo event so that this Halo event can have some cash for players to earn additional cash and to keep the momentum of Halo and to keep the community intrigued and, 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 uh, and uh, uh, engaged. And, you know, we, we go down this path. Okay, so now we have to go back to said partner and be like, hey, this is what's happening. It's unfortunate. It's out of our hands. We could just quit, but we're trying to figure something out so that, you know, people benefit. So then we were trying to figure out a way to do it online so that people wouldn't have to travel so that they could do it from their home so they can stream so they can have something to stream on top of that. Right. So not only are we going out of our way to keep the momentum alive on Halo, to keep the fans engaged, to keep the players playing so that they can have a way to monetize not only themselves. Probably just make money just and just playing. Yeah. Right? Just some just something. So it's a little bit discouraging when I when I when I get told I didn't read any of it. Lucky you. But I get I did get told by my by, by Joey update the, the my social person that, you know, some pros were a little bit. You know, rightfully so complaining, but to but to call optic unprofessional. When when there are moving parts and we're still trying to keep this alive, like that that hurt a little bit, and I don't know how to react in certain cases. So, gladly I didn't read it because I probably would have said something back on on Twitter, and it would have been nice. But please know <laughs> that the sooner that we the the the, the, the soonest we could have given you a, a an update, it would have been after I exhausted every single possibility of still having this thing and keeping it alive. So I hope that you guys can understand. But there are a million moving parts. What is this brand going to say? The partner uh, sponsor for the team. What is that? It was. What are they going to say? What's Microsoft going to say? Who is also gracefully out of nowhere supporting Halo a little bit more? And then three, four, three. The amount of work that goes into it. It's not as simple as just saying, "Hey, sorry, pro players." Duh. Really annoying. Anyway, sorry about that. So there you go. That was Hex's statement regarding the postponement of the Optic Invitational. So I'm of two mindsets right now, okay? Uh, actually, three, because I got to add I gotta add this part in there. First up, funny what happens if you have somebody that makes sure you don't post dumb shit online, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, if only some pro players would actually take that to fucking heart. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, jokes aside, second part here. One mindset that I'm of is I understand. I do understand from Hex's standpoint that he wants to exhaust all options first before postponing or outright canceling the event. Yeah. Okay. I fully respect that because he wants to be able to do something for the community that lives up to the optic name, right? That's commendable. That's understandable. That's respectable. The other mindset that I'm at is the thing that I don't like about all this is, and now I understand that he can't, he's not responsible for everybody that bought flights, everybody that bought hotels, Airbnbs, whatever it is. He's not responsible for them. Those people made the, made that decision for themselves. But the thing that irritates me is that we didn't get an announcement up until a week until the actual event was supposed to take place. And yeah, while it's being postponed, it's not being canceled. That's great. You did have people that did get flights 
that did get hotels. I'm not even going to say months in advance. Let's just say a little bit in advance because there was radio silence up until a week before the event was supposed to be taking place. And now they're out of, they're potentially out of that money. And let's be real flights right now are not cheap. Hotels aren't the cheapest. Now, granted, yes, you have fluctuations, right? You could go, you could stay at a cheap hotel. You can get a very cheap flight depending upon what you want. But realistically, things aren't very cheap. So I feel for those people who went out of their way to be like, oh my God, an optic event, that sounds awesome. And maybe they're not fully versed in the roster mania things that are happening in the realm either. And they see an optic event and they're like, oh my God, that sounds so cool. Or God forbid, like a parent, right? And their kid sees this event and they want to go see their favorite players. And their parents are like, oh yeah, we'll send little Johnny over there. You know what I mean? Like go with them, obviously. But so they have everything planned, ready to go. The parents are not versed in any of this. And then it's like, oh, hey, it's postponed. You're out of your flight and hotel. It's again, two mindsets. The one mindset is I completely understand and respect not wanting to postpone or cancel until all options have been exhausted. I get that. Especially when he talks about uh, budgetary concerns, completely understand that from a sponsor standpoint, hundred percent, but it just sucks when we complain all the time. And also for the record, I'm not necessarily reading chat right now. I'll get back to it. But the thing that irritates me is that we complain and I, yeah, I'll use the word complain. I don't care. We complain all the time about lack of transparency with three, four, three lack of transparency with HCS. Right. And now granted things have gotten better. I, I won't lie. Things have definitely gotten better, but then we have this, what was supposed to be, and I'm not throwing all this on hex. Okay. I'm not throwing all of this on them. The, the problem, another problem is roster mania being a fucking shit show. Okay. So planning around this tournament happening wasn't very great to be, to begin with from a timing standpoint, but a week, a week before a week before the event was supposed to happen. And then they're like, Hey, it's being postponed. Great. That's cool. It's being postponed, but it just sucks. It just sucks. So I'm not, I'm not going to rant. I'm not, I'm not ranting this week because I don't think this even deserves a rant. I'm just, this is honest to God. This is a dad. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. That's literally it. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Will, I'm going to read chat. What are your thoughts on this situation? Um, yeah, I think the, the big concerning thing is the radio silence up until the week before it. Um, but I, uh, like you said, I understand they were trying to work it out. They were trying to figure something out for this event. Um, and you don't want to keep putting updates out there like, Oh, the, the live event isn't working out. We're going to try online. Okay. That doesn't work out. We're going to try this or this. And then people are like, well, why are you changing your mind so much? You want to make sure all your ducks in a row or ducks are in a row before you put that announcement out. So while it did take 
in my opinion, too long for something, and there should have been an announcement prior. Um, I'm glad they're at least not canceling the whole event. They're looking to postpone it and move it somewhere else. Um, Pampillo, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And Demythify, welcome to the live show as well. Um, and yeah, we, we know about the G2 and the C9 stuff, their businesses being in shambles basically because of crypto bullshit. Duh. Writing was on the wall for that. Jesus. Um, and no, and, and Corey, like you were talking about, like, I, I understand that it's difficult when the, I mean, it's, it's diff and no, no says it as well. It's difficult with Thanksgiving break happening. It's difficult with cloud nine leaving right when they did things just did not line up well enough for this. It was, this event was scheduled too early. Um, especially in the prime time of uh, the off season, right? Where all these contract negotiations are taking place. Now we're seeing organizations fucking basically going belly up. It seems like, or trying to prevent themselves from going belly up by cutting ties with everything they possibly can to save face. It's, this is why I'm not throwing everything on Hex and Optic. I'm not throwing everything on the HCS side of things. It's just, it sucks. This, it again, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. That's really it. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. And that's why I'm not going to rant because I, I was fully prepared. I was mentally prepared to just blow up on the entire situation if we did not get an announcement by Friday. I was so close, but then this video came out and I'm like, you know, yes, the timing sucks, but that's one of the best explanations that we've probably ever received yeah. as to why an event got postponed. So how can I be mad at that? I can't. So I'm not mad at that. I'm just disappointed about the entire fucking situation. Tool says, I think Optic and HCS tried to get it in December because marketing budgets are the highest. Uh, January and February would have been a much better date. Really unfortunate all around. Yeah, Tools, it fucking, it just sucks, man. Uh, Sleepyhead, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Uh, Martin says, I'm just worried we're in the same cycle as Halo 5. If Halo 5 is acceptable for people, then long may it continue. I mean, yeah, fuck pistol starts, but, you know, here we are. <laughs> no, it, it's... Tashi said a while ago that their numbers for the HCS have met or exceeded their expectations for the first year. Okay. Yeah. So taking him for his word for, for his word, it sounds like that's okay. Now, Martin, again, I'm not talking about budgets. I'm not talking about anything like that. Just talking from a pure engagement standpoint, right? Corporate numbers, but still like from an engagement standpoint, according to them, they have met or exceeded those expectations. I'm not taking into consideration budgetary concerns or anything like that. Just strictly from an engagement perspective. Now you mentioning the budgetary stuff does have me worried. Let's not get shit twisted. The last thing I want, I mean, our show is about competitive Halo for fuck's sake. I mean, we'll do whatever, but like our show is based around competitive Halo. We love it. Like it's, it's a pure passion. And the last thing that we want to see is the same fucking thing that happened to five. The same thing. 
It's the last thing I want to see. So it's, again, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Um, the only thing I really wished was that we would have had more information earlier because I think that would have caused so many less headaches. And from Hex's standpoint, again, I understand that he was trying to exhaust all options. I get that. But a week before the event was supposed to happen? That's way too late. So again, for the people who bought flights, for the people who bought hotels, I really hope that you got insurance on them. I hope that you were able to reserve your hotel room but not pay until you got there because then you're not out any money. I hope that you have insurance on your flight so you at least that either you get reimbursement for it or you get a voucher for it or whatever the fuck. I really hope you do because that just sucks. It just fucking sucks. Uh, Martin says, when talent and T.O. staff are getting pay cuts, cutting staff entirely when it came to Worlds is a yikes for me. Just it's a focus on the big number, but they're trying to reach for quantity of numbers rather than quality. That devaluates the proper grassroots community. HCS legit cares zero on grassroots. That's the saddest part for me. And Martin, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. We fucking, we love, we stand GT Halo. We love the grassroots scene. We love when Europa Halo is doing this uh, um, Nations Cup again. It's, Halo Rec League, Halo Draft League, when they were doing their thing, fucking play Griffball when they were doing their thing, and now they can't because Griffball's in such a shit fucking state as in it doesn't even fucking exist because the hammer's in such a shit state in infinite. Like, I get it. It sucks, man. It fucking sucks. And I just... Oh. Right, SWAT Nation. There's... Martin, Martin, there's so many. Like... Fucking LVT tools, LVT. It's, it's the thing. My problem is, is that I think year two is going to be very, very telling. I don't want, and Will, hear me out here. I don't want year one of infinite HCS to be like that. I don't know if Cinderella story is the right phrase to use here, but like a, a diamond in the rough, right? To be like, oh, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, there were there were some issues, let's be real, but like it wasn't that bad. Viewership was pretty damn good. People were engaged. Tournaments were hopping, right? Like year one, pretty solid, right? I fear that year two is going to be very telling as to what the future is going to hold. Because Tashi comes out and says, we want to have more events in between, like we want to have more, um, like smaller events in between majors, right? Right. Okay. How are we funding those? Got to get sponsors. Exactly. And if, if Martin's talking about funding being an issue already, then that raises red flags, right? Now, who the fuck, what? Liquid Execute was talking about how sponsors are gone. That's not true. They have... They have their core line of sponsors. Now, I don't know how much money is being negotiated here because we're not in those meetings and we don't deserve to be in those meetings. Um, 
but like they have their AMD sponsorship. They have their um, Astro sponsorship. They have uh, like, sometimes they get sponsorships for like big movies that are coming out. Right. Um, so on and so forth. So they have sponsorships that are core to being there. They recently brought on love sack. Like that was a recent sponsorship that they brought on. They're working with many different partners as well in terms of a branding space. Right. So I don't think there's necessarily an issue of sponsors there. It's just whatever these side tournaments are going to be, whether it be an optic invitational or a phase invitational or whatever they decide to do in, in the next year, what are their sponsors going to be? Because it sounds to me, and I could be completely baseless here. So Martin, feel free to respond if you'd like. What I think it is, is that HCS and 343 for that matter gives money to put towards an event that one of these organizations puts on, but it's up to the organization to find the sponsorships for their event. Now I could be completely wrong there, but that's what it sounds like to me. So tool says 343 is a good sales team. Sponsors are there, but there's no trickle down from those sponsors. So the trickle down is the issue is what it sounds like. Okay. No, no says would C9 have told optic at worlds that they were dropping their roster because it sounds like the players didn't want to renew their contract. feels like, I feel like uh, the other partners would have known about the invitational and would have at least committed to attending and that, and no, no, that brings it back to the whole phase thing about Spartan and apparently his GM not even knowing. So I don't fucking know. Um, Tool says there needs to be an easier way for grassroots organizers to access sponsors or have three for three HCS act as the third party and sell the events. I could agree with that. We all agree there needs to be more given to the grassroots uh, organizations. It can't, it can't just be like there legitimately should be like a grassroots fund, if you will. And if they can't provide funds, conne- connections are the next best thing. Sure. Like he was saying, you know, 343 says, you know, this is take LVT and Money Tuesday event, say, hey, there. this is the viewership they generally get. Right. This is, you know, we can get your, your name sponsored on the on the show. Mm-hmm. What, what budget do you have that can go towards this tournament? Right. And that's why we see like Louie putting out, uh, tweets about like the numbers that they've had growing month over month, year over year, because that, that is like, that can send a signal to sponsors to be like, Hey, look what we're doing. You guys should partner with us. And yeah, liquid execute. I mean, you, it's I'll let tools explain because he's literally part of the grassroots scene with LVT. He says, we can get numbers, but you need money to be able to build to the, uh, build to those numbers. And Martin, I don't, I'm, I don't, that is perfectly fine. I do not disagree with your statement. From the state of things and from what you've told us, does not sound good. So. There's that. Um, And then Tashi also put out a response to this. And he said, Optic are looking to run a great event first and foremost. And with roster changes, holidays, and general unavailability, they felt it wasn't going to meet the quality bar that they and Optic fans expect. Unfortunate, but we supported the decision and will work with Optic to make sure it lands in the right spot in 2023 and is something everyone can enjoy and look forward to. 
Okay, fine. Response again. I think my biggest issue around this entire thing and what I'll put a bow on it with is that I just wish something was said sooner. Because I think it really, to use a dumb phrase, I think it really screwed the pooch that they didn't say something sooner. Yeah. Um, if this tournament was kind of on the edge earlier, I, I get, like I said, like I said, you don't want to come out and say, okay, we're switching to online. Okay. We're now moving it. We're now doing this. Cause then people are like, well, what the hell is actually going on? Mm-hmm. Right. You want to have everything in order before you come out with your statement. But yeah, it did take a long time and should have been probably recognized and worked on sooner. Absolutely. I think when, uh, I mean, shit, maybe they didn't know about all the roster things happening, but like I said, the whole, when, when Spartan said that him and the, his GM had no idea of anything happening, like that was a red flag to me. Well, he, he just said he wasn't told anything. The GM may have got the email or not. That's what I'm saying. Like it just, it, it's, it seems things seem really fucking weird, but it's postponed happening later we'll just have to wait and see there's that so all right that's it for our topic will let's get into some regular news hey guys did you miss your first chance well now you have another chance because more halo boots are on the way will you need some boots i mean i don't but (laughs) this is my wolverine not hugh jackman but like you know the brand wolverine Spawning soon, Halo, sign up to be notified. Uh, they're, they're coming out with more boots. And if you don't want them, if, if you want them, make sure you're there right away when they go on sale because, like, apparently, I think the first wave sold out, like, immediately. So there's that. And now there's a Halo Infinite update incoming. This is by Halo Support and... Unishek. Oh, on the dot, Will. Love it. Halo Support put out a tweet that said, The Halo Infinite team is working on an update to address feedback in multiple bugs. This update is expected to land on Tuesday, December 6th. That's tomorrow. By the time we're recording this episode on Monday. At 10 a.m. Pacific time, stay tuned as we'll confirm when the patch is available for download on all platforms. And then... Unishek. Said, lots of good stuff landing in this in next week's update, aka this week's update. We'll have a blog uh, landing alongside it on Tuesday, outlining all the details. And then he also said that all systems nominal see you tomorrow, as in it is good to go. So we are going to get an update tomorrow because we're recording this on Monday. And he also clarified, what's up, daddy? Welcome back. He did clarify that this is the December drop pod update. Okay. So this isn't like just some different hot fix thing. No, this is the actual December drop pod. So there's going to be a good amount in here. And uh, I forgot who said it, but somebody said on Twitter, hopefully this doesn't break anything. And I agree. Hopefully this doesn't fucking break anything leading into the holidays. So, yeah. Um, and there's also an update for the Halo Infinite fluctuating ping issue that was happening. This is by Halo Support. Our testing in the North Central U.S. data server is complete, and we've gathered the required data. Next week, we will begin to gradually roll out changes to all of our North American data centers. Stay tuned for further updates. And that should be this week, as a matter of fact. So that is also very fucking cool. If it fixes the issue. Let's be real here. Okay. All right, and then uh, what people wanted to know about as well, Halo Infinite's multiplayer creative director leaves 343 Industries as game's future gets murkier. This is by Alexis Walker of Dot Esports. 
Only a month after Xbox Game Studios had Matt Booty spoke on Halo Infinite's lackluster live service updates and of restructuring coming to developer 343 Industries, another senior figure has departed the company. Today, not actually today, but by the posting of this article, Tom French announced that he would be stepping away as multiplayer creative director on Halo Infinite, pulling the curtains on a career developing Halo titles that spanned more than 11 years. Quote, after over 11 and a half years on Halo, I step out of my Spartan armor for the last time today to head off to new adventures, end quote, he said in a tweet. Quote, it's been a massive honor to have been a part of the game that I love so much as a player and admired so much as a developer. I couldn't be more proud of my time at 343, end quote. His impressive tenure with the developer saw him first serve as a mission designer for Halo 4, but it was his time as the user-generated content lead for Halo 5 Guardians that really brought him into the community spotlight. Credited with establishing the vision for Halo 5's take on the franchise's Forge mode, he quickly became a beloved public figure after the changes and improvements of Forge in the title received glowing praise universally. Halo Infinite's development saw him take on yet another new task, building the vision for Halo Infinite's new free-to-win multiplayer experiences as the multiplayer creative lead. It's a role he held since December of 2016. Tom French joins a number of other major names leaving through Far 3 Industries in 2022, a trend that started with multiplayer lead Andrew Witt's departure in March and peaked with the announcement that the company's founder, Bonnie Ross, would also be stepping away in September. Replacing the old guard like this can often be a concerning sight for fans, and Halo Infant's development struggles and heavily delayed seasonal releases haven't assuaged those fears. Yet, Matt Booty, in the same interview that he discussed plans for changes at 343 Industries, suggested the game still has a promising future ahead. Quote, we've got some changes in how the team is set up. We've got some changes in leadership, and we've got to really get refocused around a sustained content plan and making sure we're bringing regular updates to the players, he explained, talking to uh, friends per second podcast. Quote, that is our focus right now, quality of life for the game and getting on a regular cadence of content. We know there's way more demand and so much more we could be delivering, end quote. So... I mean, I don't have, I'm not, turnover within companies happens. Um, we wish Tom the best of luck in his future endeavors, whatever that may be. Uh, we thank him for what he was able to do in Infinite as of now. Because like we say all the time, the foundation is great. And it, clearly it sounds like he had a hand in setting that foundation. That's awesome. And... All we hope is that whoever steps into those shoes is able to progress it forward in a positive way. There's that. Anything you would like to add regarding him? Um, how do I, uh, there was a statement in that article, like, you know, the old guard leaving could be concerning, mm -hmm. but if you look I kind of welcome change at this point with the way things have been released and, and come out at three, four, three. So, um, I just hope that people, the right people can get in place to, uh, raise the bar for three, four, three, two things to add to that one deadly thank you for the follow up to the live show. And two, just think, okay. Uh, okay. I don't typically like to call people out on the show, but you know, fuck it. Um, Think if Quinn was back. Anybody, when you hear that, you'll know. Just think about that. 
So, Will, I agree with you. It's, and I'm not saying Tom was was him, you know, like, these, these people did a lot of great things for the franchise yes. as a whole. Let's be real. But we've heard a lot of things for the other individual that were not so good. So maybe it is nice to have a changing of the guard. And then it allows these, the, the quote unquote old guard, an opportunity to go out and do something new, do something different, break out of their comfort zone. You know, maybe, maybe they're burnt out on working on Halo for so long. And I'm not, I'm trying, I don't want to speak for them because maybe they're not maybe, but this gives them that opportunity to go do something else. And sometimes a change of pace can be great. So again, good luck to Tom and whatever he does in the future. And I mean, it should, I think Quinn is with, uh, Dr. Disrespect's company. Yeah. Yeah. Midnight Midnight society. Yeah. I think he's with them. So we'll see what happens there. Clutch World with five biddies. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's itty biddies. And yes, Liquid, yes. See, you guys get it, right? You guys get it. When I say the name, cringe happens. Okay? Dave, Dave, there we go. So <laughs> there's that. Um, But hey, maybe he, maybe he is creating an incredible new first-person shooter experience with Midnight Society. You never know. Because... Once the game comes out, we'll know. Okay? So there's that. And that's it for the regular news. God, another game's watch! The CDO Mosh Pit's back, Will. That it is. Yeah. CDO Mosh Pit's now live. This is by Treyarch. Please take note that the CDL Mosh Pit and CDL Private Matches share loadouts. We recommend that players create their preferred loadouts in a CDL Private Match lobby before matchmaking to navigate restrictions easily. In a future update, CDL Mosh Pit will display CDL Private Match loadouts before a player chooses to begin matchmaking. Also, I hear that Private Matches are still fucking borked, so there you go. I don't know. Um, And the Call of Duty League is back on Twitch, baby! They put out a video. They're on Twitch now inst- right. instead of YouTube. So, All right. yeah. Got drops. drops. Got drops. Yeah. I don't, we're not going to talk about it in the show because it, it doesn't need bearing repeating. But did you see the rocker optic snafu? Oh, the kill streak thing? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Again, we're not going to hash it out of the show because fuck that. But, like, you know. All I'll say is, like, Erupting the up the the rocker tuno baby yeah <laughs> and I from the sounds of it optic were losing that series no matter what right? ooh I, th- I think ooh. they were Will's got fighting words ladies and gentlemen small daddy with the gifted sub to liquid execute thank you very much you get a woo and also I don't think I gave a woo to Ron you get a woo as well so thank you. So anyway. Yeah. All right. Cool. Shall we move on? I think we should. It's a for Cotton of the Games Watch. It's time for... Another game, Like, skirt, skirt. Will, what'd you play last week? Can you just remind me of a game that I played, too? All right. Played some Halo Infinite. Yes. Um, a buddy wanted to play ranked, but I was ranked and he was not, so we couldn't. Yep. So we hopped into doubles because we were both unranked in that. Um, 
I enjoyed myself for the most part, except that we, it seemed like we got Argyle about 40% of the time. It was very heavy in rotation. And as a 2v2 map with those weapons and power-ups, it, it, was, it was rough. Um, kind of got the hang of it later into our play session. Um, but man, it was, is it like, there's just too much on the map, especially for two V two. So, so you're still not a fan after you've played it a little more, still not a fan. Okay. And, um, it's just, the map is too big. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You're right. In doubles in doubles for doubles. It's. Um, you really have to coordinate your pushes or get into weird places and it becomes like a, a, I found more success hiding and like playing like a rat. You wait in an area, wait for the team to pop out and then you, then you move. It's, it's it sounds very, awful. It, it was very, we played very <laughs> campy and that's how we won the games on that map. You get the sniper, you get the bulldog, you sit back, wait for them to make a move. Then you make your push. That sounds awful. So, had a fun time playing with a friend, but yeah. got a little tired of Argyle, Argyle, especially it being in rotation so much. And then, um, just yesterday, late, yeah, late night yesterday and today, I started uh, Need for Speed Unbound. Um, don't like the handling of the car you get right away, uh, but maybe that'll change with some other cars. I don't know. Um, we talked a little bit about it. I think it's decent. It's not great. I don't, I'm doing the play session where you get the 10 hours yeah. through games pass. Yep. And I'll see where I'm at. And if I want to buy it after that 10 hours, we'll go from there. I'm waiting for a, I'm waiting for a, a sale for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be the play. Yeah. I, think, get, I imagine it's going to quickly once it fully releases, but I think like the 25, $30 mark might be a pickup. Maybe that's fair. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So that's it. What about you? I've also played some Need for Speed Unbound. Um, my thoughts are I think it plays fine. Um, I've never been a fan of cops in Need for Speed games. I know, crazy. Um, but Will and I, were like you said, we are talking about earlier before we started recording, and like the thing that I want, the thing I think everybody wants, is that they literally just need to make Need for Speed Underground 3. That's literally all they need to do. Um, and then you said they should make a new, I mean, they wouldn't be, it'd be Rockstar, but like make yeah. a new Midnight Club. And yeah. I agree with that statement. Because Los Angeles was not it, but yeah, it's just, it's just, man, online is cop free, but like, do I have to, do I have to race against other players or can I like, you know what I mean? I just want to play. I, I just fucking, I don't want to fucking deal with the cops. I just want to go race to race. I just want to race in the fucking racing game. That's all. Um, and then I also played some more Pokemon Scarlet. Um, so I'm fully invested now in getting ready for the Charizard raid battle that's coming back later this month. And, uh, I looked up a guide on like preparing yourself for it. Okay. It's a fucking doozy. Uh Oh, like, so it's a level, it's a seven star raid battle. And for those who don't know what raid battles are in Pokemon, they're a semi new feature where, these uh, Pokemon will have a, a number of stars associated with them. And the more stars they have, the more powerful the Pokemon is. Okay. So a seven star is, I believe the highest it can be. Um, I could be wrong there, but I think it's the highest it can be. And uh, you need a level 100 Pokemon, no matter what. Um, 
And then you need to make sure that you're strong against the type that it is. And in this case, it's a dragon Terra type Charizard. Okay. Okay. So instead of like fire flying, it's a dragon type. Um, and the, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but I, uh, fuck it. If you're preparing to fight this Charizard like I am, be aware it's three fucking phases. It's not like a standard ass Pokemon battle where you dwindle its health down and then you catch it and Bob's your uncle. You know what I mean? No, instead, this is a three fucking phased battle. It's like, it's dead ass. It's like when you play and you're, you're facing off against an elite four member and you get their Pokemon down to like a, you get their Pokemon down to red bar. What always happens when you get the Pokemon down to red bar, what does the opponent do? Full restore. Full restores it back to full health. So that basically happens twice in this fight. And uh, the first time that the Charizard does it, I think it gets stronger. Oh, great. Yeah, so like, fuck me, man. Um, so yeah, I'm prepping for that. And uh, also for those who are trying to go for it, uh, sorry we're not talking about Halo anymore, but for those that are going for this raid battle, understand that you need to have rolled credits on the game before the before the raid will spawn. Okay? You need you would need to have rolled credits on the game in order for the raid to spawn. Or or if somebody has already rolled credits and you're doing it as a party, if they give you their their invite code, then you can join them if you haven't rolled credits as long as they have. As long as they have. Okay? So there's that. I'm prepping for that. It's fucking nay, dude. It's a doozy. So that's all I play. I played some Need for Speed Unbalanced and Pokemon. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get into some shout outs. <laughs> and daddy, no, we're not. I'm not streaming Pokemon. Um, shout out to everyone who joined the community playdate. Um, I'm sorry, Will and I were not able to be there. Um, uh, I do plan on being there on Friday this week, and we have some extra cool Forge creations that were found over the week um, that we're going to try out. We're going to try out that, like, interdimensional map that you fucking go back and forth on. That seemed really rad. A lot of cool things coming up. But for those that did join, uh, Pancakes, Fox Too Quick, and Norin, thank you guys very much for joining the Playdate, and thank you, Pancakes, very much for hosting it. It's greatly appreciated. <laughs> Beth with the 31 month resub, you get a woo! Thank you so much, Beth. Greatly appreciated. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. Um, I think I missed this from last week, but I'll say it. We had uh I'll say Vulgar Gnome, Rhino Skin, Tango Enforcer, ASC Crate, Ashley Blair, Mick Rips, Space Sports. Wolf's Eye, uh, Think Fast Pal, Runnin', Liquid Execute, Pampillo, Sleepyhead, and Deadly, and uh, We're a Polar. Thank you for the follows. Greatly appreciated. And to uh, la, 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 Ron Bergen Y with the five-month resub. Swole Denny with the gifted sub to Liquid Execute. And Beth with the 31-month resub. You all get woos. Thank you so much. 
greatly appreciated. And then happy belated birthday to Scherzi, caster extraordinaire. And uh, all I'm going to say is, regarding Scherzi, here's a tease. Regarding Scherzi, stay tuned for our break. Stay tuned for our break. You have a great night as well, Tools. Uh, let's get into some community creations. Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Native gaming merch. They have merch. It's live now. Get your native gaming merch. It's my native gaming. Playdate's open lobby browser by Playdate's GG. Our open lobby browser is now available. Browse enjoyed custom games and open lobbies for Halo Infinite directly from the Playdate's at lobby.playdate's.gg. Browse available lobbies, choose the one you want to join, and your game will do the rest. You can either join in progress games or players awaiting in menus. You can also filter lobbies by activity depending upon your mood. Available filters include custom games, matchmaking, campaign, and all. For those wondering, it only works with Steam for now. We're doing a soft launch to fix the issues and make sure our server is able to deliver a fine experience, and we're looking to add Xbox at a later point, but it needs more work. We'll keep the community posted about this. And then, of course, as usual, uh, I have an updated list of Infinite Forge creations that were found over the past week. First up, we have Forge Features uh, for December 2nd, 2022 by Halo. It's a Waypoint article featuring some of the creations that they found as well. And then we have Kevin Kulex's Forge lists. Here's a, li a live list with some of the best Halo Infinite Forge maps and modes. I'll keep adding to this list when something awesome pops up. So if you want something that has them all there, fucking open that up. It's in the show notes. Exclamation point, show notes in chat. Aimbots by Scoobmeister. It's a map. Check it out. Ship War by Soulgob. Here's a map. A Light in the Black by Captain Direwolf. That's the interdimensional one. There's a map. And Aim Training by High Beagle. It's a map and game type. Check those out as well. Snag, welcome back. Malum, welcome back as well. And that's it for the community creations. And Will, before you plug the show, for the folks that are still hanging out, again, let's give an update on what is happening after next week's show. Will, we're taking a break. We're taking a two-week break. Two weeks. So, yes, that means I'm going to open up a calendar that Monday, December 12th, 2022, is the last show before our two-week break We've never taken a break before. We've been doing this for nearly five years straight weekly. So we're going to take a two-week break. But don't worry. We have some content lined up that will release during that two-week break. So you won't be left alone. There will be stuff for you to listen and watch as well. And remember the tease I said earlier. Shirzy, happy belated birthday. And that means that we will return... So we have one more show before our little break on December 12th. And then we will return on January 2nd, 2023 for the launch of hopefully something fucking cool. There's another tease. And our five-year anniversary, roughly. Yeah, for yeah. I kind of forget, you know, exactly what it was. So Me too. Yeah, it's, it's in January. So there you go. There you go. Beth says, uh, how sweet to have the final show before the break on my birthday. Is that on your birthday? Oh, perfect. That's fucking awesome. Uh, Daddy says an entire episode devoted to random questions. So here's the funny thing too, is that 
though I we planned this out perfectly. This was supposed to be our Optic Invitational preview episode. We'd have the Optic Invitational post show, take a short break, boom in the new year. Yeah. And now it all fucked up. Yeah. It's okay. We're still having fun. So, there's that. Um So yeah, there you go. There's your little update. Stay tuned for the stuff we got coming during our short break after next week's episode. But Will, would you mind plugging this week's episode of the show? Of course, you can find your favorite. Wait, you can find your favorite podcast on your, well, I'm messing this up. Brain malfunction. Where's your words or hard shirt? I know. I really need that right now. Yeah, you do. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HES Pro Talk. We are on iTunes, Podbean, Citrus, Spotify, and others as well. Like Josh's favorite. Pocket Cast. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. Join our Discord. Join the community discussion. Link is provided in the Google Doc at the show notes of the show. Or our link tree on Twitter or exclamation point Discord in chat. Speaking of Twitter, we have one of those. Hopefully still not going away. Who knows? Yep. Who there knows? for now. Go check out twitter.com slash HES Pro Talk. We also have an Instagram and Facebook if you want to find us there. If you want to watch any old VODs, they're all up on YouTube, youtube.com slash HES Pro Talk. We are live on Twitch every Monday at 7 p.m. Central Time normally. Twitch.tv slash HES Pro Talk. There's HES Pro Talk.com with a link to our merch in the top right corner. Not anymore. Oh. Not anymore. Well, the merch button is gone. Doesn't exist. But if you go to HES Pro Talk.com, it's now migrated. It is. And it redirects you directly to our page. Beautiful. Ta-da! So yes, uh, I guess this is time for an announcement too, is that htsprotalk.com has been officially um, migrated over to evolvedhalo.com. Your home for Halo. And if you go to htsprotalk.com, it'll direct you directly to our page on that website. And then uh, Beth says, nope, that was 100% correct. You can find your favorite podcast, HCS Pro Talk, on your favorite podcast services. I see here no inaccuracies. It just wouldn't come out of my mouth. It's okay. Speaking of Podcast Evolved, don't forget to check out EvolvedHalo.com, your home for Halo. Yeah. <laughs> your home for Halo? I don't even know what the fuck am I supposed to do anymore. <laughs> I'm just rolling. I'm in autopilot right now. I apologize. It's okay. Uh, check out their shows. They're great. Great people. Great talk. Talking points. I don't know what I'm saying. The show's podcast involved. Mission debrief. Halo TV plus book club. Build with blocks. Halo headlines and Halo gear guide. All great. Check them out, people. Yes. And Fox. Yes, it does look great because you guys fucking made it. My page sucked. Like, can we get a exclamation point merch link? Yes. When the new merch gets made. When the new merch gets made. And that is, that's being worked on. That'll more... There'll be more work done during our break, but it's being worked on. Okay. There you go. So yeah, we're going to get the fuck away from Streamlabs, basically. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. Sick. Um, Daddy, did you have a question for this week's episode of the show? Not going to lie. I thought he was asking for me to make one to the new combo merch. Well, you have... If you want to buy merch right now for another great person in the community, go to go to noobgabo.com. Oh, Will's going to go to noobcombo.com. <laughs> and check out Maddie's merch. I'm telling you, Maddie, you should make a fucking dumb 
commercial and name it Maddie's merch. That's what you should do. You should do that. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 264 of HTS pro talk. Uh, if you're tuning in live, thank you so much for tuning in live. If you're checking out the audio version of the show or the VOD, thank you so very much as well. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as we like making it. Um, we have, before we fully close out the show, Small Daddy has yet another question that he asked that we are going to answer in the show. So that question is, you're in the window seat on an airplane and have to go to the bathroom. Do you give them the front or back when you walk by? The back. You're you, in the window seat so you, of an airplane. you scooching your butt towards them or your front? You know, like when you're oh, back, you, yeah, My, the back easily the back. How are you getting in the seat? The back. Exactly. Like when you, when you are like, if, if everybody's boarding the airplane, right. And you were, you put your luggage in the, in the, in the upper compartment or you have your carry on with you. How are you getting into your seat? If you don't know the people sitting next to you. Are you full frontal? Like, oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. And then you're going to have to fucking twist your body around to sit down. No, you're scooching in this way. And then you just sit right down. Who gives a shit if they're, if your butt is in their face, as long as you're not crop dusting them on your way to your seat <laughs> or your way out of your seat. Like as long as nobody's fucking crop dusting anybody, I don't think there's an issue here. I think, I think you're fine. I think you're just fine. Like, my God. Like, or if you're doing it from the front and you're walking by them, you're just going to stare into their fucking eyes as you walk by. You're like, I have to go take a shit. <laughs> What's their response going to be? You know what I mean? See, their Ron says, make eye contact, make it weird for the story. No. No. Jesus Christ. What if you have some rumbling going on? Who cares? Just fucking go. I, it's back. It's absolutely back. Uh, Swole Daddy says, you're in the front of a packed elevator. Do you just face forward or is that antisocial? At times I turn around so I can look at everyone else. Face the fuck forward. Do not, do not fucking be in the corner and turn around and look at everybody. Just fucking deadpan face. If it's, Don't do that. You know, if it's not packed, like people do like around the sides thing, yeah. I'll turn and look like into the elevator. Oh God. But no. if there's, if it's like packed and there's people in the middle and everyone's facing forward, I'm fucking facing forward. Yeah. Just fucking face forward. It's not being antisocial. Nobody in that elevator wants to talk to your ass. Like Maddie says, I'm not trying to be social in an elevator. Exactly. Nobody wants to talk to you in an elevator. Okay. I, not not just you, Daddy. But like no one wants to talk to anybody on an elevator, unless like you're with somebody else and you might be having a whispery hush hush conversation. You're no one's going out of their way to fucking turn around and be like, "What brings you in this elevator? What floor are you getting off on?" Oh, that's a great floor. Like fucking no. God. Fox says fart and blame it on another person. Bonus points if there's only one other person. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. 
Yeah, face forward. That's easy to. Come on. How does that like rattle you? Just face forward. Scoot, scoot butt side towards the person when you're in an airplane and then walk, like look forward in an airplane. I mean, an airplane in a fucking elevator. It's not difficult. Easy peasy. Daddy says, I usually go with, oh, salutations, my elevator friends. Sure. Oh my God. Snag says, Connor did this in the elevator at KC. The dude was so mad. I was mortified. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, he actually blamed it on another person. <laughs> Connor, what the fuck, dude? Oh man. Oh, Connor. Oh, Connor, indeed. In the words, in the words of Connor, and to piss snag off. No. Good old dick twist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. Oh, so what's more awkward than asked Maddie being in an elevator with someone facing and staring at you or being in one with somebody who stands next to you and faces the wall. Oh, that's hard. Like how close are they standing next to me? Like as long as we're not shoulder to shoulder, that's fine. <laughs> As All long right. as we're literally not touching shoulder to shoulder, then I'm fine. You know, I don't care, but I just don't want them looking at me. Oh, like Malin makes a good point. I think it depends on how they're looking at. You. Are we eye fucking? <laughs> like that's, oh, that's the real question. That's the real debate. Are we eye fucking in the elevator? Like, I don't care who it is, but like, if like person, I, okay, let's preface this because I don't want this to be fucking weird. Someone, same age. Okay. Same age. And we're standing across corner to corner and we're both staring dead ass at each other. We're, are we, I fucking, because that's, that's kind of a different scenario. It can, I, I'm fine if things get weird to an extent, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. So there's that. Will has clearly had enough of this conversation. I'm just kidding. You'd I fuck me, daddy. <laughs> How nonchalantly that just comes out. Sometimes I just forget, you know, that that's what your name is or that's what your tag is. So it just comes out normally, you know, it's the best clip I'll ever have there. You're welcome. Anything for you. All right. 
You missed uh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I kind of heard it. Oh, right, good. I'm glad you heard it. I felt fucking stupid after I said it too. Um, all right. No, I didn't. No, I didn't miss a lot. I just missed a lot of I fuck talk. You know. All right. Thanks, Maddie, for clipping it. Fuck you, as always. All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to actually do it for episode 264 of HCS Pro Talk. Again, for those who are hanging out with us live, thank you for joining the conversation, For to, to Daddy for asking those questions. Um, for everybody remaining civil and respectful, it's greatly appreciated. And to those checking out the VOD on YouTube, even on Twitch, to those checking out the audio version, and thank you again for taking the time, as always. It is Really, really fucking appreciated. Um, we do have a lot of really cool things planned for the new year and our five year anniversary, and we're gonna we're gonna hash things out further when we take our little break. And uh, can't wait to see and hear your guys' responses to everything. I hope you guys enjoy it all. Um, next week is gonna be the last show before our two week break, so. I legitimately have no idea what we're going to talk about because it was supposed to be our optic invitational post show, but such as Halo sports, right? We'll have to wait and see ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back next week, but until then, bye-bye.